Sunday is going to be Yom Yerushalayim, really a miraculous day. It's been decades, and the sense of miracle and excitement that accompanied those years after the Six-Day War are sort of waned. Um, we can't forget what a miracle it is and how wonderful it is um, that we have Mokum HaMikdash and the... Uh, we need to understand a little bit about what's so special of Yom Yerushalayim which, and how it connects to Shavuos because it's exactly one week before Shavuos. It's always exactly a week before Shavuos and I believe there are some significant connections between Yerushalayim, which was represented by the Beis HaMikdash, um, and uh, Matan Torah. But let's try to understand a little bit about what's so special uh, about Yerushalayim. So the first enigma that we have is a famous medrash on why Yerushalayim is called Yerushalayim. So uh, the uh, the medrash says, I will find it. Avraham Kara Oso Yirah. Avraham Avinu, when he was in, when he named the city of Yerushalayim, gave it a name. He called it Yira. Shenemar Vayikra Avraham Shem HaMakom Hahu. This is the place where there was the Akedat Yitzchak on Har HaMoria. Avram calls it Hashem Yire. So you see the word Yira, fear, awe. Shem Kara Oso Shalem. Shenemar Umalkit Sedek Melech Shalem. Shem, Noah's son, he called that city Shalem. Okay, which implies a harmony, a wholeness. Okay, that's the source. Now listen to what follows that. Omar HaKadosh Boruchu, Im Ani Oto Yira, if I call the city Yira, Kishem Shekara Oso Avraham, the way Avraham called the city, Shame Adam Tzadik Mitraim. Shame is going to have a complaint against me. And if I call the city Shalem, the way Shame did, Avraham Adam Tzadik Mitraim. Adam the righteous is going to have a complaint against me. I'm already hearing kindergarten stuff. Going to combine them together, nobody will be upset. I'll give it the name Yira, I'll give it the name Shalem, and we have Yerushalayim. So we have to know what, obviously, this is not Chatz Pachalila to think that this is kindergarten stuff. So we have to know what's going on here. So a few more things, a few more background piece, uh, pictures of what Yerushalayim is all about. So when the Gemara talks about the destruction of Yerushalayim, so the Gemara and Shabbos has a couple, a, few, a number of explanations. We're going to focus on two of them. So, Amar Reb Yitzchak lo charva Yerushalayim, ele b'shvil shehushvu katan v'gadol. They equated the big and the little, the great with the less great. And it brings a proof text. So, that doesn't sound so bad. I mean, today everybody's demanding egalitarianism and equality, and we're all the same. And it says there that because they did that, Yerushalayim was destroyed. What's the inconsistency between having a Yerushalayim and having everybody be the same? 
And then it continues, They didn't give rebuke to each other. Why is that a reason for Yerushalayim to be destroyed? Where's the problem there? There's a you know, so, you know, the we want to listen to the to all of the praises of Yushalayim. So there's a medrash to Hillim that starts giving all the praises of Yushalayim. Of course, why is Yushalayim so great? So one of them, you guys, always everybody here knows. Kimitzion Tetzay Torah. Zion represents Yushalayim, by the way. Zion represents Yushalayim. Kimitzion Tetzay Torah. Why is Torah specifically emanating from Zion? Again, it refers to Yushalayim, and why is it called Zion? That we'll also have to see. And then another statement is God's appearance, God manifests himself in Sion. Shenemar Mitzion Yofi Elokim Hofia. That Sion, the embodiment of Yofi, beauty. Uh, God, God has makes his appearance. We're going to focus on this adjective that Sion, Yerushalayim, is a city of Yofi, beauty. Why is it called Yofi? Sion is Yofi. In this context of Yofi, says the Gemara in Kedushin, Asara Kabin Yofi Yardul Olam. The world took ten measures of Yofi. And guess who got most of them? Tisha Natla Yerushalayim, Echot Kola Olam Kulos. What is this connection with Yerushalayim and Yofi? What does Yofi mean? Okay, now we're going to get into a really very serious inconsistency, which may open the door a little bit. So we have the um, famous. Haftorah, you'll be reading in that Haftorah during the um, weeks after Tisha B'Av of, uh, of comfort. And God says, And it describes all of the things that are going to be, go- going, to be going on in Yerushalayim in the future. And it says, and if you pay attention carefully to these psukim, it's a, a lot of the psukim are ambiguous, almost double entendres. There can be interpreted very positively, and it can be interpreted very negatively. That's the Yerushalayim complaining what's been going on, who are these people coming back. But it, the, the prediction is, Yomru be'oznaich b'nei shikulaich tsarli hamakom Gishali v'yesheva. It's crowded. So the positive implication of that is that Yerushalayim, which has been desolate and destroyed, is going to be overrun with people. It's going to be so crowded, nobody has room. Everybody's going to say, wow. Right? There's, it's, it, I can't even, I can't, there's no place to sleep. There's no place to sit. So that's the positive implication. Okay? But let's contrast that with the famous Mishnah that gives miracles of Yerushalayim where the mission in Pirkei Ovis in the fifth chapter talks about ten miracles that existed in the in Asara Nisim Nasu Lavosenu Beves HaMikdash. There were ten miracles. And one of the miracles was Omdim Tzfufin 
Umishtachavin Revuchim. When they stood up, it was crowded, and when they bowed down, there was plenty of room. And another miracle, Lo Omar Adam Lechavero, Sarli Hamakam Sha'alin Biushalayim. Nobody ever said, it's too crowded, I don't have room to go to sleep. I don't have room to lodge. So this sound, so that sounds like a good thing. There's no room. It's so right. No, nobody ever said that. Nobody ever complained. There's no room. Yet there it says that people complained that there's no room. Right? That was I say. There's the double entendre. So is it a good, saying there's no room? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? So. We have the Ramban, very important, famous Ramban in uh, in Shmos, when the Mishkan is being commanded to be built. The Ramban at the end of Sefer Shmos says that it's a big machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban, whether the Mishkan was part of the intended plan or the Mishkan was in response to the golden calf. And the Ramban holds that the Mishkan was a premeditated part of God's plan as a replication of the Sinaitic experience. God appeared on Sinai. There was a revelation, but that, that's it. It's finished. So in order to maintain and replicate the Sinaitic experience day after day, year after year, the Mishkan was built as the place where God will continue His revelation, continue His manifestation. That's the Ramban Shita about the Mishkan and about the Beis HaMikdash. So let's introduce an important thing about God's manifestation at Sinai. Very important um, lead up to Shavuos. Okay, the, the famous Psukim and the famous Drushas of all the Bali Musr. So the Pasuk when it's introducing God's um, revelation at Sinai. Bachodesh Hashlishi Lesei Pene Yisrael Mi Eretz Mitzrayim. Bayom Azeb Ba'u Midbar Sinai. Sivan is coming up Rosh Chodesh next week. Vayisu Mirafidim. Vayavo Midbar Sinai. Vayachanu Ba Midbar. Vayichan Sham Yisrael Neged Ahar. So they Ba'u Midbar Sinai. They came to the to Midbar Sinai. Vayisu they traveled Mirafidim. Yavo Midbar Sinai. They came to the Midbar Sinai, Vayachanu, they camped, Vayichan Sham Yisrael Neged Ahar, and Israel camped by the, by the mountain. And there's one inconsistency. If you look at the Psukim, you can see it. It's a little hard to pick it up when I'm just reading it quickly. Everything, every verb in that those Psukim, every verb in those Psukim was in plural. Ba'u, Yisu, Yavou, Yachanu, every verb is plural. And then the last verb, Vayichan Sham Yisrael Negerar. All of a sudden it shifted to singular. <coughs> Says Rashi, Vayichan Sham Yisrael, Ki'ish Echad Belev Echad. They were all united. And all the other travels was with, uh, um, was with uh, complaints and arguments and, and, and uh, conflict. So somehow or other, getting to Sinai for Matan Torah required Ishechad Balevechad. Say all the Bali Musr, that's the unity that is required of the Jewish people. 
in order to be able to receive the Torah. So if we have that in Matan Torah, we need to understand then that that's also going to have to be manifesting itself in the Beis HaMikdash, in Yerushalayim. So, one more insight into um, Matan Torah, what was going on there, and that's, going to tr- and that's going to be related right to this week's Parsha, Parsha's Bamidbar, and Noso coming up the next week, which are the Parshios that are always read, uh, um, read right before Shavuos. Okay? Normally, Bamidbar is before Shavuos, Noso is after Shavuos. This year, because of the complicated calendar, and the, it, it works out that we're going to read Noso, uh, we're going to read Noso before Shavuos also. That's one of the reasons why in Chutzlar, it's, they're not catching up with us until much, much later. They could have caught up with us already, Achrei Mos Kedoshim, but they didn't, because the ideal is to read Noso right after Shavuos, which they will be doing, we won't. But anyway, Noso and Bamidra go together right around Shavuos, and most, and that whole parsha, all it does is it talks about the camps, Mishpachos, and Shevet, and this Degel, and that, what's going on. So the Medrash says, um, it quotes the Pesach in this week's parsha, Ishal Diglo, Okay, it says Ishal Diglo. Kivan Shenigla Hakadosh Baruch Hu Al Har Sinai. God is revealing Himself at Sinai. Yordu Imo Chav Beis Elev Mer Kavos Malachim. Twenty-two thousand chariots of angels came down with Him. The Hayu Asuyim Digolim Digolim, and they were arranged in Digolim in banners. Kivan Shere brings proof text for each of these things. Kivan Shara'u Osan Yisrael, Shein Asuyin Digalim. The Jewish people saw these angels, and that they're arranged Digalim banners. Hitchilu Mitavim Ledigalim. They started longing for banners for Digalim. Amru Levaisha Anunasim Digalim Kemosan. We wish that we could also be arranged in Digalim, in banners like them. Amru Akadish Borchu Hitavitem Bidigalim. You have you desire the golim chayechem. I swear, Arani Osem Mishalotechem. I will fulfill what you're asking. Yemale Hashem Kol Mishalotecha, and the God did the digolim. Miyara Kodesh Borcho Hera Ahavosol Yisrael. God showed His love for the Jewish people. The Amr LaMoshe Lechasel Tam Digolim Kavoshin Isavu Ish Al Diglo BeOsos. That's what it says here in this parsha. That the Jewish people are arranged in banners, in families, in tribes. What's like what what did they see in the angels that they wanted? What was the response? And how does that manifest the love God had for the Jewish people? Because that's what it says. That he made them angel that he made them the golem like the angels. So let's go back to the name of Yerushalayim. Yira and Shalem. Yira is fear. Yira implies midat hadin. Everything has to be exactly correct, exactly right. And that basically creates individuality and, and um, uh, period, uh, um, divisions. Because it's got to be, din is exactly the way it has to be, no compromise. 
and um, Sholem is harmony. So they're almost contradictory. So the Yerushalayim is going to blend together Din and Sholem and peace. Strict judgment and harmony. That's going to be a unique blend of, of Yerushalayim. One of the things it also says, what Charva Yerushalayim is because of, I didn't read that one, I'll read that one for you now. Um, no, I'm sorry, there's another one. Yes, it's another place. Amr Rabbi Yechanan, Lacharu Yushalayim Ela Shadanu Din Torah. Jerusalem was destroyed because they judged judgments according to Din Torah. So anybody's paying attention, no, there's a prohibition to go to secular courts. You have to do it on Din Torah. Well, what do you mean? What are, the, what are they? Says the Gemara, Ela Dinim de Magista Ledainu. So what, what were they supposed to do? Might makes right? Well, what are we going to give the powerful guy wins? Of course you have to do Din Torah. Ela Ema Sheheemidu Dinehem al Din Torah. Velo Avdu Lifnei Meshur Sadin. It's that everything was done exactly according to the Din with no flexibility. There was no Lifnei Meshur Sadin. Everything has to be exactly the same. And here we come to the issue of of, of Din. Hishvu Katan Vigadol. Hishvu Katan Vigadol, everybody's the same. Lo tochichu Why didn't they do tochacha? I had a, there was a book, I always mentioned this book when I was growing up in the 60s. There was a book titled, I'm okay, you're okay. That was the name of the book. Right? Meaning, what do you mean so judgmental? Everything's okay. You're, you're, what you're doing, okay. What I'm doing, okay. Lo hochichu. Everybody is okay. Everything's the same. When the Jewish people saw the angels coming down at Sinai. What problem did they think needed to be solved that they saw the angels are solving? So I understand it like this. They're about to get the Torah. And if you haven't picked it up yet in your journey within Orthodox Judaism, it's pretty, pretty uh, conformist. Right? Everybody's tefillin has to be black. And everybody has to keep Shabbos for the same 25 hours. And every, these laws, everybody has to do it the same. And then they see angels. And what do we see about angels? Every angel is different. Every angel is unique. Every angel has its own mission. And there is individuality. And they saw that and they said, hey, that's what we want. We also want individuality because we're about to become, we're about to be given a conformist system. How can we have individuality within the conformist system? And that's where Degalim and Shevet and Mishpacha, that God said, yes, there's a Klal Yisrael, but what we're going to do is we're going to assign unique roles and individual roles to every person, to every group. Okay, And that's the blend where we have Din and Rachamim, Din and Shalom, is that Jerusalem, when it says Hishvukatam Egadol, that means everybody's the same. No, everybody is not the same. Yushalayim is exactly the blend of all the conflicting elements. And let's hear, you guys know the song, right? Right? Omdot Hayu Raglenu, right? Yerushalayim Habinuya, Kiir Shechubra Lo Yachtov. That was the song that became very, unbelievably popular after the Six Day War. Right? Om Dotayu Aglenu, Yushalayim Habinuya, 
Ki'ir Shechubra Loyatav. It's been reunited. It was referring, again, we don't know what the Navi was referring to, but we know that the song was referring to the fact that East Jerusalem and West Jerusalem became united into one city. But what is the, what's the intention of the Navi? So says the Gemara, says the, the Gemara, the Talmud Yerushalmi, Yerushalayim abdenuya ki'ir shechubra lo yachdov, ir shehi osek kol Yisrael lechaverin. Yerushalayim is the city that unites all the Jewish people. Everybody does aliyah l'regel. Everybody comes together three times a year. It's a uniter. But it adds one point. Me'ata afilu b'shar yomot hashana. They go up in Shvatim. So they have to go up with their individual identities, and yet they're all coming together. That's the Beis HaMikdash. All of the disparate elements of the Jewish people are coming together to serve God. God needs all of that disparity. That's the Jewish people. That's the uniqueness of every tribe, of every mishpacha, of every person. Now that alone could create strife. But the requirement then is that we have our individual missions and our individuality, and yet we're all united. Ish echad v'leiv echad. That's the challenge, but that's the beauty. When we talk about Yofi, when you talk about a beautiful sunset, a beautiful uh, uh, scenery, a beautiful painting, a beautiful piece of music. Okay? So, a beautiful piece of music is not da, 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 da. That's not beautiful. Okay? I mean, the whole point of classical music especially is contrast. It's the unexpected next note. I mean, you're, you're looking at a scene, and if all you see is a gray sky, it's not very beautiful. The beautiful scene is the water flowing and the puffy white clouds and the dark blue sky and the vegetation and the mountains and the valleys and everything is contrasted. That's Yofi. Yofi is contrast. And Yerushalayim is the beautiful city. It's Yofi. Right? Sion, Michlol, Yofi. Yerushalayim is the blend of all of those contrasting elements. And this is really what Yerushalayim is all about. It's Ki'ir Shechub Yaktav Kol Yisrael Chaveirim. Well, one of the concepts of Chaveirim, there's a three-letter root. Two three-letter roots with the same letters. Chaver and Chibur and Charev. Charev is destruction. Churba. Chaver is united. Okay? So, in Kabbalistic literature, so Midas Haddin is fire, which is destructive, and Chesed is water. Whenever you want things to be joined together, you have sand, you have dirt, you have dry cement. Put it together. If it's dry, it can't stick. The only thing that makes it stick is water. You got to put a little water in the sand or in the in the in the cement, and all of a sudden it sticks together. The Kabbalistic literature talk about how you need water. Chesed creates chibur. We talk about the desert. The desert is called chorev because there's no water. It's desolate. There's no unity. That's churban. So the Yerushalayim is is destroyed churban when everybody is in them for themselves. Everybody is just looking at themselves. That's Churban. Let's now go back to our contradiction between the psukim of the future 
right? That uh, that uh, where it says Od Yomu Beoznayich Tsarli Hamakom It's crowded. So on the one hand, that sounds great. Yerushalayim is going to be overrun with people. But the Medrash said the miracle was that it's Omdim Tzufim Mishdachavim Revuchim. It's very crowded. And Lo Omar Adam Tsarli Hamakom. Shalim Nobody ever complained that it's crowded. What creates machlokas? So, if I'm sitting on that chair and somebody else wants to take a chair in the dining room, there's no machlokas. The only time you have machlokas is when everybody wants to be in the same place. Okay? IBM computers do not compete with Pampers. There's no competition. They're not vying for the same shelf space. Okay? So, conflict happens when we're both vying for the same same space. So, nobody ever said, because everybody realized that there's room for everybody. Nobody viewed the other guy as being in their face or being in their way. But the negative implication, it's crowded, I have no place to sit. Because where I want to sit, you're sitting. Machlokas. The, 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 the prophetic positive vision, the miracle of Yerushalayim, and the miracle of the Jewish people when they're doing what they're supposed to do, and those the vision of those angels, is when we realize that each of us is unique and individual. And yet we're part of the whole and nobody is competing with anybody else. Everybody is harmonizing. That everybody is connected and that we're not just in it for ourselves. There's a big mission and that's Yerushalayim. That was Har Sinai and that's the base Hamikdash where all the Jews come together to reveal the glory of God. But the way you reveal the glory of God is not by everybody playing the same instrument and everybody playing the same note and everybody playing the same tune. There's no glory in that. There's no beauty in that. It's all the people coming together, unique in their individuality, whether it's the Shevet, whether it's the Mishpacha, whether it's the Degel, but they're all doing it for the same person. I'll just read you a couple of lines from Hirsch. The Klal is formed by, by tribes, and each tribe is formed by families, individuals. On the other hand, it's called Beit Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael. That within the union there are separate units, but we're all still one member, we're all still members of one house. And that's why the Torah, it's interesting, I don't know if you're going to pay attention on the Parsha, okay? One of the striking things, and Hirsch points this out, how much bandwidth is the Torah using describing this Mishpacha and this Degel and they camp like this and they camp like that? It's one and a half Parshios with all those details. There's got to be a message there, how important that is. To identify the uniqueness, the individuality. Klausel is 12 tribes. Four Degolim. Mishpachos. Not everybody has to be the same. Not everybody's supposed to be the same. But everybody has to be united in the role of revealing the glory of God, of receiving the Torah, of, of radiating the same Torah that we all received at Sinai. And that's a challenge to do it in your individual way, but where you're working together and complementing everybody else so that we're all one unit, and yet we retain our degolim and our shvatim and our mishpachos. This is what I believe Yom Yerushalayim is the 
introduction to Shavuos, to Matan Torah, and that it's the unity that has to happen in, the, in Klal Yisrael, and that it's the Ir Shechubra Layachdav, it's Tzion Michlal Yofi, it's the beauty of contrast all working together.